to another edition of Comic BS. I hope you have all been enjoying what's been happening. Now, last issue, I did a Max Bemis polarity comic book from Boom Studios, and I did warn everybody that there would be more Max Bemis. Uh, Since doing that issue, I have just non-stop been listening to Say Anything. It's just one of those things I get into the Max Bemis uh, pop-punk mind, and I can't get out of it. It's, um, I don't know, it's a good mindset to be in. Gives uh, my NoFX records a little bit of a break for a couple of days. Uh, that And um, also, if anyone is out there listening to new music, check out um, Michael's Existential Crisis uh, by Michael Regansta. You can find, um, find shit at like michaelsexistentialcrisis.com. Uh, I might post some links at the end of the show, uh, in the show notes, but um, this isn't about music, this is about comic books, and like I said, I did warn you guys that I would be doing more Max Bemis, because I'm in that Max Bemis mindset, so uh, step back, get ready, because we are about to delve deep into the twisted mind of Max Bemis yet again, but no... No, we're not doing a comic book uh, loosely based on his uh, drug-addled, self-medicated life and how he wishes he was a superhero, but no, this time we are going to go uh, into the crazy, messed up, fucked up world of evil empire. Um, I don't know, the way I sit over here in this side of the world, it seems like... uh, over the other side, it seems to be heading towards this as it is anyway, so it might hit a little close to home for some people, um, see how we go, you guys uh, hopefully will sort your shit out soon, um, yes, Evil Empire, again by Boom Studios, this one is done by Max Bemis and Ransom Getty, uh, and everyone is familiar with Max Bemis now because he is a fucking legend, um, Seriously, go into like comicsology and just punch in in artists, um, illustra- uh, authors, Max Bemis, and just grab some of his shit. It's fucking cool. Like, there's a comic book based on um, just big fucking muscly ninety shit and a weedy little fucker, and oh man, it's good. Coffee break. Yeah, no, it is fucking fantastic. So, um, Frank, cover of Evil Empire, guys. Uh, anyone who's jumped onto Comixology already, uh, they've paused this show, they've jumped onto Comixology, they've bought Evil Empire Issue 1 from Boom Studios for a measly dollar again, I think, or 99 cents, or they've already got an issue and they just want to jump in and look at it. Um, you could probably get the trades at a good comic book shop, or single issues if you're lucky, it's, it's 
pretty dated book now. Oh, not that dated, but it's been out for quite some time. Um, we'll get to dates in a minute when I get to that page. Front cover, big red background, Evil Empire. Uh, fists in the air, and one of the fists is flaming like a candle. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It looks almost like a um, Rage Against the Machine album. Mm. Gotta love Rage Against the Machine. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, digital version, next page. It's got a very good-looking girl standing up with the city upside down and then some weird-looking dude. Oh, he's not weird-looking. He's just uh, well-dressed, kind of... I don't know whether he's seedy or not. Um, standing, there's a bunch of police in front of him... Uh, behind him, sorry, holding uh, blockers, fucking shields. That's the one I'm looking for, holding shields. And there's a city there as well. So it's upside-down city and right-way-up city. And then the next one is uh, just a war helmet with the Evil Empire logo. It's the two E's in the shape of a flag. I actually dig that fucking flag. I'd love it as a patch on my vest. Yeah, boy. Um, Okay, dates. This is actually 2014. This was released in March of 2014. Um, So, yeah, there we go. Let's get right into it. Uh, they, the way that he's written this, it's not set in any particular date, it's just now and then. So, what we've got here, it starts off, um, exactly right now, plus 25 years in Los Angeles, California. So, if you're listening from Los Angeles, pull your shit together or this is going to be you. Um, so, basically, we've got an inner monologue here, um, we don't, we're not sure who's talking yet, but, uh, we've got some buildings and stuff there, and, uh, what seems to be a war vet in a wheelchair crossing the street. Um, I'll go through the pictures for this, and then I'll read the inner monologue in one big chunk, because, let's be honest, we all love it when we do a beach reads in big chunks. Uh, so the war vet's wheeling across the street, and then a couple of fucking dudes with baseball bats come up behind him and, and shock him, and it's just like, what the fuck? And they start pointing the baseball bat at him, and this big fucker is just like, yeah, motherfucker, you're going down, dudes have fists and shit. And it's like, you cunts, he's wearing a fucking army jacket, like, he clearly has been fucked up fighting for you and you're just going to be a fuckbag. So in a monologue, the apes have taken over the planet. The galaxy survivors have transformed himself into a deformed, corrupt bastard and built a giant planet made of weaponry to police the stars. We're living in a false reality created by machines to snap our collective energy and hold sway over the earth. The dead have risen and humanity has been forced to secure... Uh, to scurry amongst the wreckage of civilization? I'm just going to say it's civilian life. Uh, Like rats. And it's like, what the fuck? Didn't realize I was reading a zombie tale. Uh, Then the next page, you flick over, and they are beating the fuck out of this dude. Poor guy's just getting the shit kicked out of him. And then another dude starts coming across the street. There's a few cars there. They're just fucking laying into him. He's halfway across the street, almost at the double lines. <gasps> Take a breath, me. There we go. Um, I don't know if I introduced myself at the front of the episode. I am Beach. Uh, <laughs> good to see you guys back. I, I just don't know. Um, and let's be honest, I'm not going to go back and edit it because that's not like me at all. Okay, back to the inner monologue. Does sound familiar? That's because whenever modern man takes time... Um, takes time to imagine the future, we all see a looming apocalypse. 
This fucking dude smashing him into the baseball bat. He's like, dude isn't a hobo. He's an old smelly pinata. <laughs> it's like, you motherfucker. Uh, back to his inner monologue here, or the inner monologue. It's an easy thing to do from our armchairs to imagine the world so full of disorder and corruption. It can serve as a backstory to the to your dumbass movie or science fiction novel. Maybe it makes us feel like it would take the existence of a spaceship or little terror aliens or space kung fu our wor- for our world to reach that point. And then this fucking dude who also looks sort of like army she's got the green shirt on, he's fucking ripped as shit. And he's like, oh, you punk-ass fucking jokers, get the hell away from him coffee break. Uh, back to the inner monologue here. Just going to get through the inner monologue. I'm not going to read all the dialogue like I have been doing because um, you guys are either following along or you're just reading it to hear me make, uh, listening to hear me make an ass of myself. But that's alright. Either way, I don't give a fuck um, as long as you're enjoying. Uh, okay. Uh, it's also methodically wrapped up in what the fuck is that word? Oh, celluloid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's all methodically wrapped up in celluloid that I bet you've never stopped to ask one simple question. And then the fucking dude see the other guy coming in that he's like told him all to stop. And it's like, fucking homeboy's got a knife, man. What the fuck? And it's like, let's get out of here. This jerk knows what's coming if he keeps stepping like that. And he fucking points a knife at these motherfuckers. He's got some army tat in his sleeve. He's like, yeah, you better run, you motherfucker. And they fucking bolt down the street. How could we end up in a jacked up dystopian future? And then... um Starting from exactly where we are right now, we've turned the page. Uh, a couple of dudes are walking over towards this guy who's sort of hugging the hobo and, and helping him back up to his feet. And so, hobo, vet. Um, and he's like, the, the, them. And you look up, and it's like um, almost like the SS uniform kind of. A uh, couple of dudes with masks over their faces, uh, just their nose and mouth, sorry, their eyes and a bit of arm men. And they've got the Evil Empire logo, the EE, on their chest. Uh, it's like it's fucking crazy people certainly fill in your whole responsibility. What? Because I, of all people, can certainly fill in <laughs> on who's responsible. That sounds better. Um, guys, I read this book when it came out in 2014. Um, I don't know what year we're in. 2018 now. Holy fucking hell. Yeah, so we're in 2018. So this was four years ago. So ease up. Give me a break. Um, the dude starts fucking sobbing, he's like, I was just trying to help, and then the fucking evil empire dudes, they pull out their guns, and they point them fucking one at the guy who was helping, and one at the army vet, and then the inner monologue, yes, so he's gonna fill in, and who was responsible? It was you, you useless fucking prick, you did it, um, and yeah, he is talking to us, the people, the readers, 25 years from now, we did fuck up the world with everything we've done, and we, um haven't haven't made it any better it's like uh whatever happened to the fucking stay-at-home mum like i i I'm, i i miss that um i'm fortunate enough to have my wife stay home but um just shit like that like you know we've made the world so unaffordable that it, it can't happen Okay, we turn the page. We've got a big splash page exactly right now in Washington DC. So we're back in the future. Up uh, past even. There's a chick up on stage and she is singing her guts out. I'm not going through her lyrics because um 
I'm not really into rap. <laughs> uh, if it was punk rock, I'd be reading the shiznit out of it. I don't know if I'm still recording. I hope I am because my phone just went to thingo mode. But that's all right. I'm using a different program. So hopefully the sound quality is slightly better than it has been. Um, uh, oh, let's test it with that. <laughs> Who cares? It's my show and um, I've got only myself to blame. So she's screaming her guts out. She's a beautiful, beautiful looking girl. Uh, big pearl necklace and no, not that kind of pearl necklace. Uh, she's busting it out. The dude's fucking rocking guitar. Uh, actually, sorry, bass. He's rocking the bass guitar over there. Got a really nice fucking... Um, the artwork in this is just amazing. Like, even if you pick up the book for the artwork alone, like, the detail on the input plug here, it's just phenomenal. She's busting into the microphone still. Um, the way that the um, panels are separated with the guitar lead, oh, my God, it's just everything about this. So much detail is taken and so much care into this artwork, people dancing. We don't just have, like, circles in the background. We've got detailed faces right up to the back where this dude's flashing his bare chest and titties. Um, it's just amazing detail, this artwork. I, I can't get enough of it. Um, she's busting out the song and then um, turn the page and it's got her going into uh, what appears to be like a green room, dressing room sort of thing. Uh, shit all over the wall. She's just, it could even be her apartment. I'm not sure. It might be because there's a TV there and she's sitting on the couch. I don't know. Uh, she walks in and um, there's uh, someone talking on the TV. <laughs> Again, can't be bothered reading this whole one. Maybe I shouldn't do these things first thing in the morning, but whatevs, I don't care. Um, that's right, I'm back at work, I'm sitting in the van. <laughs> if you haven't picked that up already from the useless truck drivers going past me. Um, so TV, uh, and my daughter, and as my beautiful daughter, Cara, can tell you, the Laramies, like America, are nothing without family. As brilliant and cutting edge as my opponent's policies may... I, I should actually read this because it is important. Um, as brilliant and cutting edge as my opponent's policies may be, how can a man who's... Eswatch... What? Is shrewd. I don't know. Fucking creating a family of his own truly understand the plight of the average American. How can Sam Doug Dugan's relate to our struggle to keep our loved ones safe and sound and provided for. Vote Kenneth Laramie for president and help us bring values back. And the uh, girl who was singing up on stage there just cracks, uh, cracks a beer. Psh, bring values back to my taint, she says. Someone knocks on the door. Reese, we have a name. Her name is Reese. Um, Reese, uh, someone here wants to to meet you, and he's like, she's like, Theo, what the fuck, man, blah, 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 fuck off, um, man, this is some green-ass shit here, uh, fucking tell them I'm on my period or something, she just cannot be fucked talking to this person, and he's like, uh, Reese, it's not someone from the label, and she's like, oh, fuck, whatever, a distant cousin showing up to mooch, probably, I guess that'll happen when you're famous, and then, uh, hello, I'm Sam, Sam Dugan. Duggan. Duggins. I went to school with the Duggins. Um, and he's got the dude that was on the front cover there, dressed all um, suave. He's got his bodyguards behind him, and she's just like, uh shit, yeah, I know who you are. And as you just heard on the TV, he is running for the President of the United States. Um, I guess I guess that's a big job. I, I really don't care. 
I mean, it looks like you guys have just put anyone in at the moment. And I'm not saying that's you listeners, it's as a population, there can be some pretty dumb people there, and I guess you've got a few people over there, so, you know, as they say, don't follow the masses, because sometimes the M is silent. All I say is we should do beach for president. Yeah, I'd run your country, right? Um, don't, don't give me a crack at mine, people here wouldn't like what I would do. Anyway, comic books, yeah boy. Okay, so he walks into the room there, and he's just like, well, first of all, I wanted to say uh, the show was unbelievably great, and she's like, uh, thanks, thanks, and the new song you closed with pretty much blew my mind as well, and she's like, oh, yeah, good good stuff, she's just shocked, she's like, she can't figure out what the fuck this dude's doing in here, well, Sam is a, um, scintillating as this conversation may be, do you mind if I ask you something, she's like, shoot, she's like, what the fuck are you doing here, I, if you listen to one word I said out there, uh, you know politicians and I don't exactly meld. And she's just looking good. I, I don't know. This chick, it's drawn so well and there's so much detail that she is fucking hot. Um, yes, I'm well aware that she's a illustration. I don't care. Um, uh, he's fucking sweating a bit and he's like, yeah, I know that much. Uh, the truth is, and looks back at the bodyguards and he's like, all right. And he looks real seedy here. He's like, okay, uh, I'm here because I pulled some strings and I wanted to meet you. I'm a big fan. Uh, I've been for years and I wanted to meet you. Probably sounds weird, but yeah, I basically mildly abused what little power I have to make this happen. And she's like, oh, you did, huh? And he's like, yeah. um, she's, uh, she's just looking at him. She's like, yeah. That's real sweet, Sam, but I must say, this is pretty weird. He's like, no, I know. She's like, I'm trying to be an ice queen here. I'd love to sit and small talk, but the truth is, I stand by what I write. And so she's fucking just tearing him down almost. I'm not some fair-weathered radical. I actually want to change the way that this country operates, and uh, I may absolutely loathe the middle-aged Republican Kendall Laramie, but to me, y'all are just same sides of the fucking same coin. Just standing there all sass-like, arms crossed. So we're still current California, because, yep, I think I don't need to explain that. Current California, current time. California is not a time. California is a place. Uh, and he's just like, uh, yeah, to be honest, I figured you'd say something like that. I guess I wouldn't expect anything less. Uh, and then the dude in the background, he's got his fucking secret services, whatever motherfuckers on the back. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm touching my earpiece when I read this. Why am I doing this? Because sometimes I can be slightly uh, rebopped in the head. Uh Black Knight, this is Nutcracker, what's cracking? <laughs> Love the names. Uh, so, yeah, there's some shit going on in here. I better speed this up because I'm only halfway through and it's already been quite some time. Um, so I want to finish before I get to work. <laughs> uh, you expect me to, to? You expected me to be a dick? He's like, uh, no, I wasn't exactly picturing any, any short of any sort of penis. <laughs> she laughs and he starts explaining himself. Um, gets down and he's just like trying to talk to her and he's like, oh, Jesus, I sounded awkward as fuck rolling off the tongue here. And she's like, no, it was actually kind of, and he's like trying to sweet talk her. Uh, and then the, um, security guard's like, uh, sir, apologies, we need to get the fuck going. There's some urgent stuff. And he's like, really, man? He's like, it's bad. And he's like, if it's that bad, uh, I'm sure Reese here is going to find out eventually what's going on. And he's like, ugh, Secret Service motherfucker's like, ugh. So he's like, all right, cool. What's going on? It's about Laramie's daughter. You'll be about the five millionth person to hear. This is this is as it is all over the news. 
and then we cut to about an hour ago. She. And then it goes to the house and she walks in and says, Mom, I'm home. And uh, we've got a girl walking up the stairs. Yo, Mum. Mum, where are you? And then into the kitchen, uh, into a room, and then, what the fuck? There's a bloodstained shoe on the ground. It's like, uh, what? what is this? Mum? Mum, where are you? Are you freaking bleeding? And then turns around, and then she's laying, like, this girl's mum's laying on the ground. And to the side of the columns here, we've got news reporters, so obviously this is all getting reported as we're doing it. It's like, Mum, Jesus, God, Jesus. He's like, Cara, listen, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to get an ambulance. My God, Mum, stay here. I'll call it. She's like, no, no, not doing anything. Not going. I need you to listen. And she's like, I know I wasn't always good to you. I, I know what I did. You did. Did you know what I did? And then she's like, Mum, we're going to be fine. So I've always been awful to you, Cara. Awful. Someone, it was the right thing to do in my place. And she's got a fucking knife, big fuck off knife. Like not just a not just a kitchen knife, like a big fuck off knife with a big sword hilt on the back of it, stabbed into her back. He's bleeding out in the laundry, and um, Cara starts screaming. Uh, and then we're still exactly oh, so we're exactly right now. Plus three days. Uh, and we've got um, Reese here doing an interview on a couch out in a thing. It's like some fucking MTV kind of thing, whatever. And they are talking about, um, you know, every question on everyone's mind, the tragic death of the Laramies. She's like, I don't give a fuck because she's all political and everything. And she's like, you're really going to make me come here and do this? What the fuck, man? It's tragic. Like, just leave me the fuck alone. Laramie's runner isn't up. Is Laramie's runner-up is a bigot who's um, getting tampons pleated for at him, uh, pelted at him. He is just a fucking douche, they're saying. And she just really doesn't want to be doing this interview, and this guy keeps pushing shit, and then, boom! Who the fuck rocks up? But fucking Sam. And they're like, what the fuck is going on here? Turn the camera on this motherfucker, and he's going to sit down and do the interview with Reese. And they're like, um, no, it's not about that. Like, I'm fucking here. I want to do this. And then he leans forward. Um, there's a bit of hoo-ha. They're doing some interviews, and he's like, uh, look, you know, she fucking died. It sucks. It's not good. Whispers into Reese's ear. Reese, I'm sorry for this. I was out of line. I probably have to go. But give I gave Theo a way that we could get in touch should you need anything and then this dude's fucking whispering dude did he just freaking ask her out and then walks away uh, then we cut back to Reese and she's in her house and she's laying on the bed and oh sorry on the couch in the kitchen she fucking looks over at the fridge she's like oh, what's going on over there she drinks her beer crazy ass fucking boy talking nonsense looks over at the fridge and then goes over to a fucking number and then she's sitting at the bench, she's holding her phone, she's just in pain, agony. I don't want to fucking call this number, what am I going to do, what am I doing? Uh, she obviously rings a number because then we're in the back of a limo. And Reese is sitting there talking to Sam. Hope you don't mind the constant uh, Clint Eastwood-like presence of Larry and Walt. And she's like, yeah, hey, I get it, uh, weird vibes, I'm going to sick them on you, you know? And she's like, yeah, sounds familiar. Um... Sorry, I keep having coffee breaks because it is fucking early still. 
Look, before we continue our conversation or whatever semi-certifiable shenanigans you have planned for tonight, I need you to know something. She's like, okay, what you did earlier was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever experienced. She's like, he's, he's like, really? It was kind of nuts, huh? She's like, it was like some fucking Tom Cruise jumps on the fucking couch and meets the Getty, meets the Gettysburg address sh- sh- Steez man. I don't know what that is. Um, so I want to enlighten me on what the fuck that last part was. The Gettysburg's address Steez man. Um, I really, really am sorry. I just uh, figured, you know, and they're sitting in this limo and we're not sure what's going on. She's like, you know, you wanted to get my vote? And they're like, you don't have to vote for me. I'm going to vote for the tampon guy. Oh, you don't have to vote for me. You're going to vote for the tampon guy? Uh, that's private information, Sam. He's like, yeah, yeah, right. So, um, they're just driving along. He's like, that was embarrassing, um, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry again. It means a lot. I'm just going to need some kind of emotional support. So, uh, I can be there for Kenneth without, well, you know, it's a sad day. So, what he's actually done here is he's taking her to the funeral. So, it's almost like a date. It's weird as fuck. Maybe it's because your idea first uh, first date is taking a chick to a wake. It's like, whoa, 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 hold the fort. This isn't the Olympics. I uh, never said this was a date. And uh, the smile and the, the fucking church is there. And again, the fucking artwork in this, like the details of this church uh, from the overhead view there and the people sitting down at the uh, memorial service. It's just fucking amazing. Uh, and then we've got the memorial. Now, um, this dude's just fucking going through and he's um, doing his wake. I'm not going to read the uh, speech here because I hate this sort of shit. Um, it's never any fun for anyone. There's tears flying. Look, pick up the book, read it. It's um, some emotional shit here. Uh, this dude's just fucking lost his wife. Like, come on. Uh, so they're going through and uh, it's, it's sad as fuck. And so basically he he's lost his wife. He's lost his will to live. Um I mean, I get it. If I lost my wife, I wouldn't want to do shit. So he's actually pulling out of the presidential race, which means, um, I, th- I think that means Sam wins. Uh, I'm not sure what it does, but, um, you know, I can't really, I can't know that until until someone takes it away. Uh, he's lost his wife. He's lost his will. He doesn't want to run. Why, why run a country when he can't fucking do anything for himself? Um, so his wife's been murdered. He can't do anything anymore. Uh, Sam's crying here. Uh, Reese grabs his hand and, and holds the hand. The guy's still speaking, uh, explaining. Everyone's just shocked. But, I mean, like, I, I get it. I get it completely. Um, so, you know, he watched his mother die. His daughter watched his mother die right in front of her. Um, it's just like, nah. And it's like, Senator Laramie. And someone stands up and starts asking a question like it's a fucking press conference. Senator Laramie. Uh... How do you know that? Because it's saying that she was murdered, and he's just like, oh, "Fuck!" And then he, um, he big grin on his face, and there's a picture of her in the background, and he goes, "So they're asking how he knows that he was how um he knows flat out that she was murdered in front of his daughter, and she bled out and everything." And he just big smile on his face, arms back in the air, because I put the fucking knife in the bitch myself to be continued. Holy shit! So the president, the, the fucking dude running for president, killed his own fucking wife. The uh, other dude running for president is trying to bang a fucking pop star, uh, rap star, who's uh, against political activisms. Activisms? Actions. 
Wow! Evil Empire, motherfuckers. Get all over that shit. Sorry, I got real excited at the end there. The coffee's starting to kick in a bit. Um, okay, I'm going to finish it up there now on that book. So, guys, jump, like, if you like what you're hearing, again, jump onto iTunes, jump onto other platforms, tell a friend about me if you want um, to get them into comic books, if they're already into comic books, if they have a shitload and they just want to have a laugh at how I go through it and pick it apart piece by piece and work out what's happening. Or, you know, you're getting into them yourself, this is a good way, read along, enjoy it, pause where you need to, catch up, then go back, just have some fun. Tell, like, like I said, tell your friends, um... Have a listen. Jump on newpodworldorder.com and um, check out all the great shows that we have. Like, we've got um, shit for everything. Uh, if you have a show and you, or you're thinking about doing a show, hit us up. Hit up uh, myself or hit up Jerry Butler at TSD underscore zombie and um, we'll talk, put you in the right path to getting a show up on the New Pod World Order. Or if you've got one and you don't want to pay ridiculous SoundCloud monies anymore, um, you know, make the switch. We'll help you out. Uh, it's what we do. We, we like to help people out and get people shows up and running. Uh, and so on that note, yeah, New Pod World Order, um, jump on there, listen to everything we've got. Uh, and uh, I guess that's all the comic bullshit we have for this week. I have been Beach. Peace out, motherfuckers. You've got nowhere to go but up. To where you'll dine with foreign kings You can't forget about our tryst And all those other fleeting things And will they train you like a dog? And will they walk you down my street? The wind will whistle our old songs The ones I'll always keep You've got nowhere to go
Pod World Order. Planet Comic Con. New Pod World Order comes to Planet Comic Con February 16th through the 18th at Bartle Hall, 301 West 13th Street in Kansas City, Missouri. Stop by and meet the crew of Jerry Butler, Dave Weimer, Cindy Bunn, and Julie Humphrey. Get your hands on some free swag and sign up now if you want to become a podcast partner with New Pod World Order. For more information, go to newpodworldorder.com and visit the website planetcomiccon.com. <laughs> 